Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld, and we have the triumphant return of Robert Stangler back on the podcast after a little bit of a hiatus. So he's going to come back after the All-Star break. He got his IL stint in, so uh, we're going to need him down the stretch here as we uh, get into the uh, the playoff race and the trade deadline and all the craziness, craziness that's going to happen in baseball for the next two months. So welcome back, Robert. Good to have you back. Yeah, it's been quite a hiatus, guys. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, been That's going right. through a lot of mental stuff, a lot of different things uh, to the viewers, listeners out there. No, I haven't been watching as much baseball as I'd like to. It's been a while. It's been an absolute grind to get back into it. I lost a lot of memory. I don't know if I got COVID. I don't know what it was for the last couple months, but uh, a lot of stuff really hit me fast, and it was kind of nice just to enjoy family time and family matters. Uh, but hopefully I can get back into the baseball grind and uh, you've guess, been into it. I can give you give you guys the uh, the real Bobby baseball experience. I feel here. like the past few weeks you've been back into it pretty well. So not really watching, good. just kind of like just observing. Yeah, just kind of I'm vibing, like with observing. It. Yeah, reading yeah, articles and all sorts of different. Uh, to watch sources. the level that you were watching at would is pretty tough. So it really is. Yeah, it was. Let no me one tell can you, really keep up after with you that. become Unless it's someone, your full time job. Yeah, after you become someone who really wants to be a scout, you just don't watch baseball the same. It's really tough, let me tell you. It, it's almost like the data that you analyze and all the statistics, it gets into your head and you get complete burnout. And I think that also happened. Well, so. watching too closely, maybe. Yep. Just to gotta enjoy the game. Yeah. Glad you're back. I guess so. Glad you're feeling it. Yeah, we're, I we hope got, so. we're glad to have you back. We're, this we'll is the spicy one. It's the trade deadline. As you know, Nick Budig's here. As always, it's uh, the dream team. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring him back. We got the three guys back together. Um, Noah, you know he he drops in every once in a while. The the OG it's member of the, gr- the group, but um, I don't know when the next time he'll be back. Probably like our end of the season review. Yeah, he's the. I mean, a he's a director now. Director now. So he's we gotta. We probably should refer to him as like guy. Sir or Mister <laughs> Sir, Sir Manderfeld. Yeah, he's like knighted in Wisconsin, I think. In Wisconsin, yeah. that's what, that holds a lot of weight. I think it does. They literally put like a slice of cheese on your shoulder, and you're now okay. known as Sir Manderfeld. Okay. Sir Manderfeld, really the spotted get into cow. It. This is the hard hitting stuff you will come for. Yep. So yeah, trade deadline today. We're going to be talking about some of the the rumors flying around, some of the potential big moves, and our takes on them. There's plenty to discuss, so I won't take too much time talking about the state out east. Um, make sure to follow along. We're here every week, or almost every week apple podcast stitcher google play music wherever you get your audio we're on social media at stitches pod on facebook and twitter and our email is the stitches podcast at gmail.com okay the big one Juan soto the nationals didn't seem to reach an agreement with him the news got out and now it looks like he might get traded by the by the deadline uh might not but that's kind of the the big news and it feels like it's kind of the axe waiting to fall until uh teams kind of make their moves um, I think we just start with how do you feel about it? This is going to be maybe the biggest trade in baseball history if it does happen. Um, sucks to the Nationals, but it does make for an interesting hot stove, Robert. Um, I mean, Juan Soto, it's a mega deal in the in the making, potentially. Yeah, he's one of the best players in the game. Uh, you could argue that he's not quite an 80-grade player overall because of his speed and his defense, but I would say he's about a 70 to a 75 with a, an assessment, so you can look at it like that. Whereas the Nationals, what they're going to want in return, guys, is a lot of 65s and 70s back. 
The question is, are teams going to give out those types of prospects, which are the top 15, top 10 prospects in all of baseball, and of course, like the three to four best prospects in their system, is going to be the question of the matter. And I think Washington has put themselves in a situation after losing Rendon, after signing Corbin, making these big deals long term, and making things kind of change the scenario of when they won the World Series. They're kind of in a predicament where they have to make this move. They have to get rid of Juan Soto. They don't have the chips, the pieces to really build off of that and make a World Series run. Look at the Angels. They did with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. They invested so much, made so much into that. Of course, they also got Anthony Rendon, ironically. But when you make those kind of investments, you're kind of all in. And the Washington Nationals right now, in my opinion, don't have that all-in team anymore where they just have Juan Soto. And I just don't think they can build around Juan Soto well enough to get back into contention to be a World Series team. So if you're Washington, you make this deal. I don't know if it happens this year, but I think it should because this seems like the best time to do it, getting the most maximizing value out of a two and a half years of control for arguably the best young player in all of baseball, arguably the best young best hitter in baseball. So I think Washington has really no reason not to do this. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? I mean, it's yeah, to me, it's, it's a lose-lose situation for the Nationals. Um, just simply because it's it's they're they're giving up Juan Soto and and I think we all agree no matter what they get back it's gonna either take too long to really be worth it and and who knows even what they get back we always seen prospects flounder big names flounder and everything but uh, to me the the our best uh, best thing to look back on is the Miguel Cabrera trade and I think that's been the the only closest thing we have because I mean at the time he was he was 24 years old he was I mean he was elite then he was one of the, he was still coming up into being one of what he is now but uh that's our closest thing 24 years old they got two top 20 guys and a guy that could throw 100 for him pretty much um and Cameron Mabin Andrew Miller and uh De La Cruz and a few few other guys but uh it's it's gonna be tough for me to see that the, the value they get back is it worth it um again I agree with you they need to trade him I don't see it being traded this year I think it's it's something that 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 needs to be worked out in the off season. They got ten days to make a deal for the best, one of the best future stars in baseball, and I don't think that's that's something to just do do at the deadline just because the deadline's coming up. They've they've stated they they have their almost demands, and they're not going to negotiate. We'll see how how much that holds up. Obviously, we've talked about teams we think they could go to, teams that probably should do it, but probably aren't going to do it. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Like you said, this is this is one of the, the could be one of the biggest players traded that we've ever seen. I, I will say that the news leaking really hurt their leverage, and that's why I I don't think he's gonna get traded at the deadline. Um, I'm not 100 percent on that. Like I'm like 75 25 on that um, because they lost their leverage, and the only leverage mm-hmm. they have is when when will they trade him? Because um, yeah. they do have two and a half years of control, and um, they could trade him now. They could trade him in the off season next year. The teams don't know, so they still have that. Um, up their sleeve um, and also the the haul that they're asking for was essentially like the farm and yeah. um, mm-hmm. we were we were looking we were talking today in our in our Facebook chat about what is it going to take the Yankees seem to be in a good spot the Guardians seem to be in a good spot it's teams that have some of the top prospects a lot of top prospects yeah. so I think the Yankees Deep. were the only one that had five top 100 prospects um, on according to MLB.com obviously that's one source but um Guardians too, so two teams, um, and those are two teams that are in contention um, right now. So I, the Guardians, I'm not super sold on that because 
they uh i think soto's gonna get 20 mil plus in arbitration here soon and mm-hmm. we all know how cheap they are it took them this long to extend ramirez they traded lindor um because they didn't want to extend him so i don't i think yankees are honestly the best fit um so we'll have to see how that shapes up but don't forget they got josh bell too so yeah they have a, a they have a, another card to play here. They don't necessarily have to trade Soto. They could trade Bell and maybe get some return just to kind of feel what's out there and uh, maybe make a deal because um, Bell is on his last year as contract. There's no reason for him to stick around. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I think uh, the Nationals are going to be the biggest player this deadline, and everything that happens with them is going to affect the rest of the market because – they arguably have the two best trade chips, um, yeah. you know, offensively. Um, we'll get into the pitching, but I think we, you can make an argument that Bell and Soto are, are two of the best out there in terms of offensive upgrades for some teams. Um, so it's it's a tricky situation, and I think, you know, I don't want to accuse anyone, but I think uh, Soto being a Boris client maybe contributed to the fact that that maybe, got leaked. Yeah. Um, Looking for that 500 mil. Uh, Boris was maybe trying to get that out there, so... Um, yeah, I, it's a tough situation for the Nationals, I feel for them. And it's different than their history because um, if you remember, they've always kind of had a decent system coming. Like before they won the World Series, they've always had guys that you were excited about, whether it be pitching, whether it be offense, and they had guys they could move. Now it's their their, their system is very depleted, so um, they've really got to restock that. So And it, it could take five top 100 prospects to get Soto. It'd be insane, but, I mean, this mm-hmm. is the type of player we're talking about. He's 23 years old. Yeah. I just just was looking up, uh, talking about Cleveland. I think we, I mean, we've agreed that I think that they're one of the better fits for Soto. Like you said, it, it's more than likely they're not going to go for him. Um, just seeing that right now they're supposedly open to dealing controllable arms. What that looks like is obviously it's such open to interpretation. But I think maybe if they're open to dealing some some good arms, I mean, we always know that they they have a plenty of arms in their system, but. Maybe they are willing to go in a little bit on a guy like Soto or or a Josh Bell just to push them over the edge. Because I mean, right now they're they're in contention for that second spot with with the White Sox, um, and behind the Twins, obviously. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they're going to turn a new leaf. Maybe Jose Ramirez' just, willingness to stay in the hometown. Maybe I, uh, I just I, I it's hard for me to believe it with how much Soto's going to get paid. Yeah, here. I agree. I agree. It's it's tough for them. Just I mean, we've seen what they do with the players in the past. But uh, I mean, I if I they're going to deal a good them, arm, I can see them doing it. I just don't see them extending them. Kind of. The no, that's what I agree. I think it's, it's I, I they're not going to extend. Not even like extending. Stealing. It's just the arbitration itself. But twenty million. Yeah, it's, it's a lot for that team. I still think they would do it though for two years, as long as they feel they're very confident with their pitching core. They feel confident enough because. I don't. I mean, the future is bright with the Guardians, but also like at one point, like we've been saying for years, is Shane Bieber going to be the same guy? So far, he's been kind of a mixed bag this season, and really that team kind of depends on him as far as the pitching staff goes. We know some mm-hmm. of their guys are getting better, like Quantrill and McKenzie, but those are not Biebers. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're not Klubers. So the Guardians have to play their chips right here. They have to put all their assets in the right, uh, right, safe, etc. But I, I would say that. Getting Juan Soto was definitely a smart decision, but if you do it the wrong way by giving up too much, yep. then you're really hurting yourself because, like yeah, you I said, agree. they don't spend money, and that would be a really big predicament for them if they had Juan Soto, didn't have prospects, and now they can't sign Soto, mm-hmm. so then it's a loser situation. And if they don't win the next like two years. Yeah. Exactly. 
That's. I mean, that's. I think that's why the Yankees are such a heavy favorites right now, just because, like you said, they're willing to spend. They have prospects. I just. When's the last time? When's the, I mean, when's the last time the? I mean, Yankees had, had no, enough they, prospects. They haven't. They haven't had this. But it sounds like from report sources. I don't know how you know confirmed these all are, but it sounds like the Yankees don't want trading Anthony Velope, and it sounds like the Nationals have to have him in the deal. Yeah, I mean, that's. So that, that, I think that's. If the that is thing. the deal breaker, I, mean, I do they have not to have see. Honestly, I don't think the Yankees have enough to get Juan Soto if Velope's not in it. You're talking and, about a bunch of like 55 pitchers, in my opinion, that are graded. Yeah. Uh, Jason Dominguez could be an absolute boss. I was going to say, it's, it's got to be Volpe, Dominguez plus, right? Yeah, and, and I, I don't we, think... I think King, we thought, but now he's going in the... Right, and even if, even if that happens, the only way the Yankees could really kind of, like, twiddle their thumbs and make this kind of happen is if Joey Gallo goes back in the return, too, because of his Yeah, contract. but, I mean, they're trying, already trying to offload Corbin, which wouldn't make right. any sense for them exactly. to jump on that. Exactly, and so I think the other... It's not possible at the Yankees. The other team that, that's being talked about a lot is the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, yeah we, we haven't mentioned them. They've been which in the rumors, which surprises me, I'm going to be honest. I mean, they do have a good farm system. They always do. Um, yeah, how do you feel about being a Cardinals fan? I mean, like, would you give up uh, Matthew yeah. Libertor? Would you give I'm up like, Olin I call Gorman. myself kind of like an ex-Cardinals fan. Gorman, Carlson, okay. Wynn was My the life last, has, uh, expected see, that doesn't. I mean, the thing is, with the Cardinals, if you throw in Walker... I'm saying no because I think Walker has the potential to be as good as a bat as almost Soto is with the contact, the power. His on base will never come close to it. But you're talking about way cheaper, younger, and a huge, big piece for the Cardinals. If they get rid of him, then I'm not doing that deal. If I throw in Gorman, I throw in Libertor, throw in Win. I mean, like, do you really think those guys are going to be better than Soto? No. I mean, that's a th- that's and the like, thing. That's, I don't know that's and, the I don't value know process. Any of, these, any of these prospects will. That's no, but I mean, no one's going to come Soto. close. I mean, think like, about it. Like, look at the Miguel Cabrera prospects. trade. Yes, they right. got some good players back, but no one was as good as Miguel Cabrera. Like, you're, right. right now you're looking at, that at like, the combination value rather than just the solo value. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, what I, what I was saying about the Yankee prospects, a lot of them to me seem like 55s. That's fine. I'm looking for 60s if I'm trading one yeah, of the best I players agree. in the game. You know what I mean? We're talking about, Luke said it, top five prospects in the top 100, essentially. Those are usually 60-plus graded players. If I'm getting 55s, I feel like I'm getting kind of short-sticked on this. And I think yeah. that, realistically, I don't know if the Yankees have that. Whereas I look at a team like the Dodgers, they have guys that look more like 60s than the Yankees. And we know the Dodgers, they're not shy about making moves like they did with Trey Turner and Scherzer last year with the Josiah Gray and Kiebert Ruiz deal. So, personally... I don't think it's really so much about the money. I think it's more so the teams really want that two years of control or do the, a lot of these teams who value Soto highly going to wait till free agency and test that market? Because yeah. I don't think it's a guarantee that whoever does get Juan Soto that he's going to be extended. I don't think that happens. I think, I Soto, think there's with a, Boris, there's gonna a gonna select teams. I think, I think he's going to test the market. Obviously, there's the too. there's the Mets rumors, which, I mean, it's, it's they're, they're rumors, and it makes sense just because of what they're likely going to spend and the team that will spend. Um but yeah, I agree. It's I, I couldn't really see any team outside of them, even the Yankees. I couldn't see them extending Soto, um, just because I mean it's gonna be a lot. And they, I mean, like you said, they have they have good quality guys coming up. Dominguez is coming up. Volpe's coming up. Both those guys both are gonna be able to hit when they come up. No, they, uh, they got they got judge problems. The, the right. thing about well, I was just Soto gonna say, is... and depending on Stan's situation too, not being he's gonna be out for three weeks. If he ends up being out for more than three weeks, then they might have this conversation in two days where they feel like, oh, maybe Stan's health's not as crystal clear as we're hoping. Then they might be more uh, reluctant to trade Anthony Belope. I think the uh, um, 
the Soto thing, uh, he could be the first player to ever get five hundred million plus. Yeah, I agree. Him or and Shohei so, Otani. I think Otani's gonna be close too, based on his. Market. But we're talking about I, age. How old I know Otani. you're talking about age, but his yeah. his the the market for a guy like him is unrealistic. I mean, it's not even a thing. Well, like, yeah, I think so. That's, it's either gonna that's... it's either gonna be him or Soto. I agree yeah. with you. It's gonna be one of those. Soto will be twenty five. I don't know how old Otani will be when he's hitting free agent. Let's see, uh, that's a good up. question. I'll pull it up here quick. He's going to be a little older, but not too he much. He will, right? but the fact that he is going to draw in the fans. I mean, we talked about No, I, I, I didn't even think of Otani. It's, that's, it's either Soto or Otani. It's yeah. got to be for 500 yeah, I mean, age, age is, yes, I understand that, but Otani is um, he'll one be, of the 200 years player. 30. Man. 30, yeah. About see, 30 that's going to hurt him. Um, all right, well, let's move on to the Soto thing because, uh, you know, it's it's gonna something's going to happen here. We're going to figure out soon because uh, a lot of teams are just kind of in a holding pattern in, def- in figuring out um, what they're going to do because Yankees need pitching too now um, with some of the injuries they've had, the bullpen, and even their rotation is, as we all kind of talked about early in the season, was kind of regressing, regressing now, um, including Tyone and Montgomery, two guys I like, but they have not been pitching well recently. So uh, they might be in the market for a starter. So we'll see how that goes. And and speaking of starters, the two big ones out there that everyone's talking about is uh, Luis Castillo and Frankie Montas. And then mm-hmm. you throw in uh, Tyler Molly um, as well. Um, those are kind of the top three it. starters that might be on the market. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about those guys? And maybe I missed someone, but I think those I think are the top it's, three. It's kind of yeah, ironic that, uh, I mean, obviously, I think Montas was the biggest potential trade target coming into the season everyone was talking about him um and everyone was kind of shying away from from castillo just because of what we saw last year now we've kind of seen the the script flipped on them um because yeah, montas we've seen him struggle off. and castillo just seems like he went off on a what we've all kind of been hoping him to do um and again we i mean there's always the scare that he's going to re- resort back to what we've seen um and montas could resort to being that being that solid two guy but uh it's to, to me, it's 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 pretty wild that uh, Montas hasn't been traded yet. Your whole desk fall. There? My whole desk just blew up again. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I think I I think it's similar to the to the Soto problem with the leaking with the with the media kind of hyping it up. I think the A's wanted to trade him. I think they obviously they they've been going into a rebuild. And Red's the same situation, but I think the the A's more so. And I think just the whole everyone hyping it up, I think people were kind of backed off from from wanting Montas just because of the same thing. They wanted a ridiculous amount for Montas. I mean, they're talking with the White Sox were a common one, and they we heard Vaughn, we heard we heard uh, uh, Sheets being thrown in there. We've seen we've seen all these these high end players thrown in for Montas, and I don't think anyone was really willing to pull the trigger on it. And now we're kind of seeing him resort back a little bit, where we're maybe we're gonna see some teams take a shot at him with with less of a of a give up than we than we saw in the offseason yeah well in the worst case for those teams that have those pitchers two of them have just gotten off the il they haven't been pitching that much so they're trying to see evaluate is their arms going to be healthy enough for them to help them down in the deep postseason run and I think that's kind of changing the value of who are you talking about what I'm teams? talking about Frankie Montas was on the il Oh, you're talking about the trade. I thought you were talking about teams that might. No, no, no. I'm talking about the two pitchers that we've mentioned out of three that were on the IL, and you got to be a little concerned about that if you're trying to win now. Get a pitcher that just came off the IL. Well, what if he goes back on the IL when I get him? That's not some. That's not a situation I want. So 
I think the valuing right now is probably both those organizations, the A's and the Reds, uh, wanting too much for their players. And I think that's yeah, going to be that. pretty tough. And personally, when you look at all three of those pitchers, none of them really are number twos if you, if you want to really go down that route. I think Montas has the potential to be a two, but most times he looks like a three. Castillo to me is a three. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Molly's definitely a three. I don't think it's those that, are like yeah. massive pitchers you give up uh, a number one, number two prospect in your system for straight up. Like, I wouldn't do it. I don't care if it's two, three years of control. I wouldn't do it. It's and not I worth think, it. And I think this is where a situation like the Mar- Mar- Marlins can sneak in with a Pablo Lopez because they're, they're looking at that. Which really surprised right me, that deal. I mean, it does, but also at the same time, we we've, we've see that they have – yeah, I mean, they're not going to trade Alcantara really this year. So. Eliezer isn't isn't anything. Uh, Rogers doesn't have any trade value, no. um, and everyone else is too young to. So I think Pablo Lopez is, is kind of just the perfect trade target for them to get better offense. Well, which is, like you they, said, is is kind of wild. Right, but they want a bat. What does that mean? Yeah, that's does the other that thing. mean major league? I mean, does that mean two I'm major sure league bats? Like, I'm sure it's major league bat. What, like, what does that mean, major league? I, I think they're they, close I, enough to contend with. Uh, right. So you so. want a three hitter back that has 330 home runs? I mean, like, what is bat? You know, emphasize bat. That's what I don't they understand. They want to with them. upgrade their offense. Right. We'll find out. And I don't, I don't know how they're going to do that with Lopez because I, it seems like. They're yeah. Not I mean, they get like a what? They get a they get almost like a Garrett Cooper back for him. <laughs> no, they get more than that. You would think. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. All star. Talking about a bat. I don't know what a bat means. Garrett Cooper was bat. fringe all star. He's I one mean, of the. I mean, a lot of their offensive players are fringe. So like, it's like, what are we talking about? Yeah. I mean, Lopez another... having a. He just had one of his best starts this season. So I, it's I mean, good they for the could. Marlins. I mean, they could even. They could even include like a Encarnacion or 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 Sanchez. They could. The, the I, thing about the pitching market this year is that. With the new with the great. extra wild card spot, there's yeah. a lot of teams contending, and so it's hard for teams to decide if they're buyers or sellers. And mm-hmm. so That's what, we're talking about Montas, Castillo, and Molly because those are the th- two two teams that we know for sure are not competing. There's the Pirates; they have Quintana, but he's not anything special. And then you know Tariq Skubal is out there too, but which really confuses me because he's controllable. Um, t- so like, it's hard to determine who's sellers right now. So like yes, which pitch like Pablo Lopez is interesting to me because yeah the Marlins aren't going to the probably aren't going to the playoffs this year but it seems like they're a team that's close to that mm-hmm. wild card spot they just need some offense is it worth trading Pablo Lopez or a prospect like who knows yeah. what they're gonna do well and that's yep. the added question kind of like with the Twins do you want to get to the first round and then just lose do you want to give mm-hmm. up good prospects like Kirloff Miranda and then lose in the first round thinking that oh at least we got there we could you know maybe something will happen like is it worth it. In the, in the long run, you yeah, have to ask yourself that. Question. Yeah. And I, to me personally, I think no, I wouldn't want to make runs unless I know my I'm very confident in my organization that we are actually going to be in it to win it. And yeah. I think the Marlins, the Twins, the Orioles, the Mariners—they don't seem like teams that are going to win it all this year. I mean, so it's I okay if you can if you make some small deals. Just yeah, don't small go deals are different, and I think that's yeah, what yeah. we're going to see a lot of. Small like deals the Twins have some guys that aren't great, but could get some bullpen arms or maybe sure. a cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll probably see like what's that Walner go? And yeah, I, I Walner, would yeah. I would argue Walner Steer is going to get traded for a decent yeah. bullpen arm, I or maybe Larnick or something that. like that. Miguel Sano. might go, but I don't think we're going to see Kirloff or Miranda on the move. No, I, no, I would I would hope not. I think they see those guys as right now for their roster. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the Orioles because that was that was the other thing, the the whole relief pitching right now. I mean, yeah, they have good Bednar is Bednar. We don't know if he's available, but Jorge Lopez. I mean, he'd be a great. But now they're three games out. No, they're not trading him. There's no way. I don't. I don't I mean, see that happening. 
yeah, Orioles are like, kind of in a good spot. Like they were the Marlins. I, I thought the Marlins would be this year. Right, and they honest. had all those trade rumors in the offseason. Oh, maybe Mullins now is getting uh, talked about for trades. It's like no, the, the Orioles well, are three yeah. and a half out now. Like I mean, they might they dish Mancini that? still, but you know, and yeah, no, that, see that, that blows well. my mind. It's so weird. I think yeah, the Orioles are are contenders. Like actually. Mm-hmm. They need pitching, if anything. <laughs> yeah. Like starting pitching. Like those guys aren't just, sustainable. Pitching's been surviving. They would be that. a team that costs low. Maybe trade, uh, oh, what is his name? That outfielder that's like their eighth prospect. I can't even think of his name right now. But they might yeah. trade him straight up for like Jose Quintana. Is that one guy that For like Jose started? Quintana. You know, straight up. I mean, it's not like he's going to cost you know what a lot really hurt them? Imagine if they still had Grayson Rodriguez in AAA right now. Oh, healthy. man. That'd be yeah, that would be That would they be would, the trade deadline way, move. Way more them. fun to watch. I just feel like they're not and as much D. fun Hall, to watch right now. I mean, yeah, D.L. Hall down there, yeah. Gunnar yeah. Henderson's killing it. He's in AAA now. He's coming. He's coming So, like, out. this team is going to be good. And so, maybe they just wait it out, just see what happens I mean, this year, don't make a move, and just see what happens next year. It's the same situation as the Marlins, That's probably the good situation for them. Just wait it out. They have the talent. I feel like the Marlins aren't winning. I think the Orioles the Marlins have the pitching, which is the number one thing you want in baseball regardless. They have such good pitchers. They just don't have outfielders. No. No. Well, they don't they want a bat, in general. whatever that means. Yeah. It still puzzles me. They have no. They want Juan Soto. <laughs> Pablo Lopez. That. Pablo Lopez for Juan Soto. Yeah. Straight up. That's your. Yeah, that's your controllable <laughs> pitching arm. Yeah. Get Juan. And Pablo you get Lopez. A Is Pablo Lopez that controllable? I don't think uh, he's that controllable. He's been up for a couple years. Might be a, like two or three years. Yeah. Of control. That's not worth it. No. Not at all. So yeah, I mean, Lopez. the starting pitching market is really thin, and that's going to make people pay way too much for Luis Castillo. <laughs> Pablo Lopez has. It's gonna. It's gonna. I mean, you remember the Johnny Cueto deal? Um, the Royals got him, and he was absolutely garbage in the second half. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could I, see that it. That reminds me of like a Luis Castillo. Like he's overperforming yeah. right now. He's good, yeah. but he's not his, gonna. His arm action is inconsistent. His control is inconsistent. We've seen it every year. We've seen it him. every year of his career is that yeah. he has these stretches where he's like, "Here's the ace we've all wanted." Yeah. Yep. And then it doesn't end up. And at then the end let's of the season. not forget he's pitching in the NL Central. It's not a great offensive division. Yep. So then what happens when he goes to say the Yankees? Oh, he just got obliterated by the Blue Jays. What a shock! Not not. I can really. see him going to the Yankees. You know, not really. It's not really shocking. Competition speaks. It always has, always will. Like mm-hmm. I just these people who evaluate these players, like I feel like they like hype them up too much because of their good stats, what they do well in weaker divisions and weak against weaker teams, and I I have a problem with it. I think it's a problem right now for me when I'm valuing players and I don't like it. Are there any players that we missed? I mean, there's some sneaky I mean, guys out there like Brandon I mean, Drury. Yeah, Andrew um, Benatendi like, is kind of interesting. He's been we talk about some closers too. Uh, he's been completely, you know, we talk about in the yeah, day and age I don't think so. Robert, here's the thing about Benatendi: he's not vaccinated. I know. Yeah, we've that's and been so if he's going it. to an AL East team, teams don't care. So. I think AL East cares. I think AL East cares because I mean they got to play the Jays still. Yeah. And I then mean, they I, also might face him in the playoffs. He'd, like, he'd literally be the only Yankee. Could that's you imagine not if you play the Jays in the playoffs and you don't go because you're not vaccinated? Like I, I cannot even fathom that decision. Yeah, who's who's it? Was it Wit? It was Wit that said, "Oh, if we were on a winning team, I might consider it." So I, yeah. you would think people who aren't vaccinated go to the playoffs are going to get vaccinated, but yeah, I could see it. But still, it's just like, but it's still it's a, like, it's a risky, are you really like? Can we trust yeah. you to do that? So you only do it if you go to the playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's what, what Witt said. That's what, that's what doesn't really like sit well. In my that was. Really you see? Stupid. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you just do it? Because yeah. you know you're gonna possibly. Yeah. I mean, go to we. The I think we've had this topic. Before. Yeah, Wit. Wit. Yeah, it was one of the dumber comments. So well. you I probably Witt? wasn't there. So now I'm here. <laughs> I think Wit is like the. He's. I feel like going back to the trade. I think he's always just the perfect trade candidate. 
Not this year. Not this year, but it just seems like I don't know. I it's it's one of those things I've never understood why the Royals have never traded Wit outside of being a fan the, favorite. The, the, the Royals always do that. They hold on to guys. Massive prospect. It's to like David Peralta right now is a huge fan favorite in Arizona. In Arizona, yeah. and, and, and are they going to trade him? He's their best. He's their best traded. Yeah. He's their best trade trade. Not really, yeah, I, I don't know about anymore. It's probably like Merrill Kelly. I mean, he's still hitting two forty, but yeah, it's, I mean, he hasn't been good for a while. But some well, reason, people Christian still Walker apparently is a big trade candidate too. Nah, Kelly has like two years yeah. of control and just had like a seven inning like shutout game or something. The other doubt, other night. Like, so. um, I don't know what happened. The Red Sox. Arizona, are I think, controls the market in my opinion right now. They have some Red Sox are listening on JD Martinez. Yeah, yeah. What do we think of that? They are going to deal him. They're listening. I don't know yeah. why they I mean, would just listen. They should just do it. I mean, they're not very good this year. Why would you? I think JD, why, and, I think JD, JD and Xander should be dealt for. Because them. think of it: if you get rid of JD Martinez, Tristan Casas finally figures it out. Even if he doesn't, guess what? He can come up, and then we don't have to have this Dahlbeck Casas debate at first base. One of them in DH, or you can put Dahlbeck at DH. Or Franchi. The, the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, it, it just doesn't make sense why they wouldn't even like. There's no reason to listen. Just do it. Well, Tristan yeah. Case has been hurt, so that's why he hasn't been up. Yeah, I know. But he also, again, we've already talked about he doesn't hit well against lefties. But it's the fact that there's a spot open for him. First base, DH, whatever. There's spots Yeah, open. I don't know why. Why would you, not deal why would you leave him down just because of lefties? It's kind of a dumb argument. Yeah, I mean. You can learn. How are you going to learn? Some people do that. You think know. you're going to learn in AAA? I mean, the no, lefties in no, AAA aren't very no, good. I'm, I mean, Tim Beckham's killing at 421 batting average. I saw <laughs> yeah. someone's tweet and Saint, for the St. Paul Saints. I'm like, that's why AAA guys is absolutely a joke. Well, here's the thing. If you're a lefty it's in a the joke. minors, if you're a, a lefty in the minors, you're probably not very good because teams love lefties. So No, probably not. Yeah, that's true. So that's I don't think point. you're you're going to get the best lefties down in AAA. Bring them no, up. No, probably not. Not at all. Because the best lefties are already up. Yeah. yeah. Even exactly. average lefties are up. Yeah, even average lefties <laughs> exactly. are up. Exactly. Bullpens are starred for any. You throw strikes, you're lefty. Look at the twins. Up, bud. Get up here. They have like no lefties. Oh, yeah, was that in Columbi? Columba? I don't even know how you say Danny his Colum- name. Yeah, I think it's Columba or something. Yeah, he's yeah. It's lefty. The and Theobar's out too, so they have like yeah. no lefties in the bullpen. Exactly. Right That's the reason they're all. Twins. Bonnie suck. Moran. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's the bullpen. There's Bednar out there. Um, who are some of the other? Uh, Robertson is out there for yeah. the Cubs, yeah. who's had a really good season. You could uh, almost argue the Angels could almost dabble with Raziel Iglesias. That's as what I was well. saying too. That's the other they, one, yeah. I think they need possibly. to just sell. Yeah, they again Michael they Lorenzen could be, an might be available. Market. They should he just should sell Trout, Otani, and Iglesias. Again, another pitcher, uh, Noah Syndergaard has been linked out there as well, which makes sense because he's free agent next year. So that's what they needed with the one year. They have options. They got plenty of guys to sell. Oh yeah. Who else is on the market as a closer? I think those are the three main ones. Um, I mean. There's not much out there. I mean, there. You, could, yes. you could argue whatever the Barlow for running. the Royals? Yeah. Say anyone on the Rangers. He's not very good. Anyone on the Rangers? <laughs> yeah. Rangers don't have a closer. No, not really. Uh, the, yeah, you know, the closer's not really deep. No, so. it's not. Yeah. it never is on losing no. teams. No. If you're a losing team, you probably don't have a good closer. Yeah, more or less, yes. I mean, who's the D backs closer? Matt Moore, who's having a good year for. Uh, oh, for, uh, what's his uh, name for the D backs? He's good. Oh, oh. Matt Matt Imply. Matt Imply. Matt Imply. Yeah, he's gonna be a huge. Yeah, he's not the closer. He's not a closer, yeah, but a big. He's an yeah, 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 yeah. He's a lefty. I so think that's that what we're gonna see. Yeah, it helps with value. Yeah, he'll definitely be. Definitely, he's gonna. He was an all star. Yeah, he'll get traded. Yeah, he's or good. Should. Or should he's like thirty something? So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the bullpen market isn't as hot as if I mean there's gonna be a lot of mediocre arms thrown around. 
But I think that's the way you have to go this season, just like last season. It's about the bullpen. It's not about starters. If you want to yeah. think you're going to get your Tyler Mollies, your Frankie Montosses, your Terry Schoolbulls, you're going to be giving up way too much, and it's not worth it. I'm telling you. I know. You're better off going ped. Yep. All right, well, that's going to wrap up our discussion for the day. Uh, I think by the time we talk next, the deadline, well, it's August 2nd, which is next Tuesday. Yep next tuesday so yeah maybe next yeah, time man. we talk it'll be done and we'll we'll review everything maybe soto will be a yankee maybe you know? soto will be a yankee so uh thanks for tuning in uh, again we're here pretty much every week apple podcast stitcher google play music wherever you get your audio we're on social media at such as pod on facebook and twitter and email is the such as podcast at gmail.com welcome back robert uh we will talk to you all next time take care